welcome to Can You Keep a Secret? Pull Tab Sports Production. Myself and Mr. Garrity back at it. Got a special guest today. We're going to have Tony Scott from Youth Hockey Hub. Um, if Youth Hockey in Minnesota was a Christopher Guest movie, I think Tony Scott would be a featured player in that movie. So you visited my hometown last night. Um, he came out to White Bear Lake for Market mm -hmm. Fest. Yep. Celebrating the Hockey Day Minnesota. They announced the lineups yesterday. Who are the lineups? I wasn't paying attention. Uh, Hill Murray and White Bear Lake is the, the big one. Um, I believe St. John's is playing the college team. So that are they be, playing? I think they're playing like I don't even know. That's great, mm. right? But um, That'll be a good game. Yeah, it'll be a good game. Um, what was your observation on... Uh, Maybe the most White Bear Lake night of the year. What were your as a Stillwater guy? What were your observations? Um, I'm not really sure. I mean, it just both both areas are pretty similar. You seem like you're the mayor of White Bear. You're kind of walking around, grab assing and saying hello to everybody. You seem to be kind of a player there, which surprised me. Yeah. So. I think if you came to Stillwater and there was an event like that, I would not be viewed the same way. You wouldn't be doing the attaboys? And... No. No? But do you think they're... I was curious, like, so Lake Town, River Town. River Town's always tougher. Why? Harder to swim. Yeah? <laughs> I don't, you know, so if you... Come on, I mean, again, I mean, what's the question you want to ask me? Just ask it. I, I don't know. Oh, okay. Rivertown, Lake Town. I mean, I mean, I mean, what's your what's your point? Well, I'm trying to figure out. Uh, so you've done the river thing on the boats with the Stillwater scene. Not not really that much. I grew up on the river. I grew up on the Mississippi. Prairie du Chien, Wisconsin is right on the Mississippi. So growing up as a kid, I spent a lot of time on the river. But I'm not a big Stillwater River guy. No, I don't even understand. So if you have a boat on the river in Stillwater. Do you drop it in and then you go down and then you take it out? Like um, the majority of the friends that I know that have boats, they have their slips, so oh. they have various slips. And but some of it, I mean, they'll bring down jet skis and stuff like that. But there's a big crew of good folks that like to hit the river and they live by it. Bobby Finn, you know our, yep. our Bobby um, Finn knows everybody. Bobby Finn does know everybody. Um, he said he's the most relaxed in his life when he's on the river. See the I, I get the opposite. I, I the river seems like a place you drown. The river's dangerous. I mean, that's probably very fair. I mean, I think you know you can also drown in a lake, but it's a you 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 can't kind of screw around in the river. I mean, if you get caught up in something and you're not paying attention, you might have a problem. I do think it's interesting. So river towns being harder than lake towns. I think that's probably true. Yeah, a little more like river people. Sounds a lot scarier than lake people. Yeah. And yeah. I see a lot of them wandering around. Um, the uh, So last night, um, I went to the White Bear Bar late. Uh, by the way, that would be your favorite place on Earth. I like the White Bear Bar. I know. It's, I like it a lot. It's such a... So this bar, all cash, of course. Uh, only women work there. I've never seen a guy staff member of really? any type. Yep. Okay. And uh, anything can happen on any given night. Every type of person, it might be a bunch of MMA guys, a bunch of lake people. It is 
Awesome. But the problem with it is it's the closest part of my house and you have to pass it on the way home. Uh-huh. Do you have the same thing with Patriots Tavern by you? Is that a, is that a bug lamp for you or no? No, because it's really not a bar. It's more of a restaurant. And so it's pe- not open late? No, they close between 9 and 10. I love going there. Great food. You, you get the best drink in town. Never order a double there. Strong. Yeah. Heavy elbow. Really heavy elbow. Really good people. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm more of a like, if I'm bug light deal, it's quick trip. Buy scratchies and buy some chew. I did, uh, I chewed last night when I got home. Um, and again, into the Harry Styles videos and mm. YouTube and That's just- super weird. Uh, seemed to get into a like almost a partial argument with the son about which Top Gun was better. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes like that's a good use of fatherly time, right? So I had this uh, distinctly uh, Minnesota experience this morning. So I was up late uh, and had the pleasure of uh, interviewing Coach PJ Fleck this morning briefly, right? Helping us with. Um, a charity deal we're doing, an awesome deal with uh, Casey O'Brien, Very uh, cool. the Team 1-4 project. Yeah. Um, and and if people don't know Casey's story, um, you know, he's fought cancer six times, uh, was a walk-on at the U, uh, a holder on special teams, played for the Gophers, and now is basically raising a million dollars for uh, Masonic Children's Hospital. But PJ is the guy that gave Casey a chance. No one would give him a chance. He applied to all these programs. He was a Creighton Durham Hall kid. And and Coach Fleck, right when he started, liked what he saw in this kid and, and brought him on. And he says it's um, one of the best decisions he's ever made. But but seeing Fleck when you're, you're kind of a little foggy the next morning, mm-hmm. it's terrifying. It's like because he's almost like a like a priest. Right. He like mm. he like radiates positive energy. Right. Which and you, you need, by the way. I do. And uh, I felt um, I was kind of nervous to see him because I just thought he would like know when I went to bed or he would know, you know, what I did the night before. Um, I think he did know. Um, but uh, I asked him, I said, how are you doing, coach? And he just said, elite. <laughs> that was his answer. Wow. I mean, He's the best. Yeah, well. And I think they're going to be real good this year. Well, you keep thinking that. You don't think they will be? They're not beating Wisconsin. I think they might. I think I saw him practicing this morning. He met at 8 a.m. They were rolling. They had the music pumping. Great facility. PJ's really tan, living Ooh. on Minnetonka. That's not a good sign if you're a good coach. Well, he's got to he be gets... white as a ghost because he's in watching video all day long. Yeah, maybe he Paul was. Christ is white as a ghost. Really? Yeah. Just no. He t- hasn't got any sunshine in, in, <laughs> in 20 years. Well, he no, is. I like PJ Fleck. I like, you know what? My kid's now going to the U, so I'm not, um, you know, being a Badger fan, I'm a Badger fan, but I do like PJ Fleck a lot. Do you think that uh, you will have a little heart for the Gophers with your kid going there or no? Yeah. I mean, again, you know, I mean, he likes them and he's all in and I caught myself rooting for the Gophers during the NCAA hockey tournament and why not, right? You know, yeah. they play Wisconsin, that's one thing, but you know, when they're not playing Wisconsin, why not pull for them? Yeah, I think uh, I'm, I'm excited for, it's mm-hmm. almost getting to that football season time. Um, Fleck had an interesting line. I, I asked him what, you know, this time of year, what does it mean? He said, 
He said, this is the time of year you actually get to coach. Yeah. So I don't know what he meant by that. I suppose that means you're not in the weekly clip of the games and the distractions. And yeah. if you really want to work with someone, it's the one chance you get to do it. But, uh, man, he that facility over there is, is awesome. And, uh, yeah, I think if – PJ, like, must wake up every day. I picture him, you know, in the start of uh, – Sounds like you got a little bit of a crush on PJ. I Harry do. Styles and PJ. I do. I should PJ, start. if you ever listen to this, I'd be really cautious about being with John alone. Yeah, he, he probably should be. He radiates. That's the only way I wow. can describe it. Um, hey, we got to mention, uh, have you eaten any more of the Joe Mama salsa? Yeah, all the time. Every night. So, um, And I'm not kidding. Almost every night. Really? Yeah. What are you doing it on what chips? Everything. I'm nachos, potato chips. I'll even throw it on eggs. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of use it because I love it. I love the mango. The mango I, habanero. Yeah, like that's my favorite. So the reason this is even more relevant today is that uh, Joe Mama's salsa is the official salsa of hockey. They've trademarked this. You didn't mention that last night at the White Bear Hockey Night, did you? I don't think I did. I didn't get on the mic at any point oh, okay. as right. far as I know. But so, I Something to think about. But I think, uh, I think when you've trademarked the official salsa of hockey right that's really all you need to know before you head into cub and does tony go. scott who's going to be our guest is he does he is he aware of this uh, we're going to talk to him about okay, it cool. for sure because these guys it, just try it out it's at cub it's kind of a flavor wave starts tart and spicy and uh give it a go and if you're a manager of a hockey team or you want to fundraise these guys do want to eventually be like the hedgies pizza of salsa they want to get deep into community hockey they want to give you over 50 percent of the proceeds back to your team mm -hmm. um the salsa started in beer league locker rooms and has now expanded was it made there <laughs> I, I don't know i think it actually i think the guy had like a ninja blender and he, when he started out and and started doing it for his team and it got bigger and bigger but uh that's joe mama salsa check him out at cub Hedgie's pizza is fantastic you know i'm a huge fan of that white bear bar sells those yeah. so that's a good spot Putting the, the salsa on the Hedgie's pizza might be a good idea. That would be good. There is a place, um, is it Macaluso's? You ever eat that at that I've place? I've seen it. I don't know. No, I've never eaten there. They do a hot sauce on their pizza. Really? Okay. Almost like a, it looks like a barbecue, but it's kind of a hot sauce that you throw on there. Oh. Um, so little strategy for me today. Stayed up late. I'm feeling fine. But like to kind of come back into the scene, Do you are you a hair of the dog guy? Um, or would you be like more black and white? Like I more black and white. So like today, smoothie, take a swim, go you're, to bed you're, early. You're over three. Oh, for three. No smoothie, no swim, and no bed early. But no. Uh, am I drinking uh, at noon? Like no, no, not to. I might drink today, but I'm not. I wouldn't. You get up and be like, better make sure I have some drinks today. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta think, I gotta navigate through this. I'm, I'm a little sluggish. You want oh. to start drinking? Where's Bobby Finn when you need him? I know. He probably is. Do you he, think he's drinking right now? I don't know what I, what I mean by that. He, when he does his pot, he always has that Keeper's Heart whiskey with him. I haven't been to that place. It's I just nice. It's right next to Surly? Yeah. What When it's nice, what what does it look like? What is it like? It's just a, like it kind of, it's just an enormous uh, distillery and it's just tricked out and it looks really cool. You got to check it out. Multi-levels. Is it like Irish? Is that yeah. their deal? So it's almost like when they brought the local over. Well, they brought the dude from Jameson, they're the lead distiller 
or the guy who makes it for Jameson is the guy who's over here doing it for O'Shaughnessy's. And when you go there, you can, what do they have? Just the whiskey? It's just the whiskey. So all their cocktails are made with that whiskey. And then you can buy the whiskey. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. I did Surly last week. But it's not weekend. my favorite distillery. I know your favorite distillery is? Lucky Guys. In, in Hudson, Hudson, Wisconsin. Guy Whitehead. Yeah. And Michelle Whitehead. That's Co my favorite. Coctology. Um, yeah, I'll have to check that out. Uh, so Noah, now in the twin, the real twin cities of Minnesota are White Bear Lake and Stillwater. That's it. As we know. Mm -hmm. um, and your holiday now commences after ours last night. We had the Market Fest Hockey Day Minnesota. Right. Now you roll right into Lumberjack Days. Lumberjack Days. And uh, you're saying maybe half participation, none at all. What do you think for your weekend? I don't know. I mean, again, I, I've never been a big... I mean, I've been down there during Lumberjack Days, but I don't know if it's something that I would, you know, set my clock to. I know back in the day, this might be a rumor, but back in the day, I was told, that I think the Jonas Brothers played there. Really? Yeah. And then they were like, before they hit it big and Disney and the whole nine yards, they paid them some ridiculous amount, like a thousand bucks or something silly. And then, you know, now it's like whatever, but... They used to have like a barge or didn't they have a barge, Parker? Or did they have like a... You would go on thought, the... Well, like, well no, they had the bands on the barge. Oh, that's good. You know, and I think, I don't know. I, like I said, I, I I might be just making shit up, but I mean, I might check it out. Go down there. I don't know if you know this, but there's a couple candy stores down there, so... Yeah, there's a lot of good candy stores. Yeah, so I'll uh, go down there for some candy. I, uh, I find candy to be a little bit overpriced when I roll through those stores. We should say something. I mean, if you take three pieces of licorice and put it in one of those paper bags, yeah. it's like, I think it's like a buck seventy. See, I think it's cheap. You yeah, know, you can get a, it's like Taco Bell. You go in there and you kind of mix and match, and it's like nothing. It's like the box at Taco Bell. Oh, they should it. do that. They should have a box you can buy for eight bucks, and whatever you can get in there, you can keep. But as far as Philly comes, you know, I mean, it's got candy store, bar, candy store, bar, antique shop, clothes shop, candy store. Got a ton of dentists, so it works out for everybody. Dentists, candy stores, bars. Fighting. Stillwater, Minnesota. Yeah. Um, what else you got? You got anything else for me before we bring Tony on here? We're going to – if you're a Minnesota hockey family, you probably already know Tony. You know his brand, Youth Hockey Hub. We're going to kind of open up the guy uh, in charge of your rankings. Um, but uh, – any, what are you excited to talk to Tony? You're gonna you're gonna ask him anything specific on Stillwater Bantams, or we're gonna we're gonna get in there. No, I mean I love seeing him. I mean no, I'm not gonna ask him anything specific about Stillwater. No, maybe I don't know. Maybe now you kind of got my brain going. Yeah, let's see. Let's see if we can get a preview on the season. All right, we're joined now by the mayor of youth hockey in the state of Minnesota. Oh, you're not doing him justice, mayor. What would he be? The governor. The governor is one of the two senators. Maybe yeah, both that's senators. true. That's true. You got to cover the state. I'm sorry, Tony. You're the governor of youth hockey in the state of hockey. Mr. Tony Scott, youth hockey hub extraordinaire. How are you, buddy? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. We're doing great. A little hungover, but we're doing good. Yeah. We had the uh, bear days. You know, someone once called me a rube. Yes. On the pull tab sports network before. I, that I, was prefer, a... I prefer governor. That sounds way better. <laughs> was it me who called you a rube or was it John? No, John. Yeah, it was a it was a term of endearment. I know. That's not, I, and I, and I took that it is that not way. a term of endearment? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. I took it that way. Good, well, good, you've good. been. You've Why been, would you call him a rube? Why would that even come I, out of, like, what, what, in what I was context? trying to explain 
that he he loves what he does. Yeah. And I think that that's part of the definition of that word. Yeah. All right. You know what yeah, I mean? Right, like he, he really Passionate, loves it. All in. Yes. All right, cool. So I get to defend myself on this Rube call. All right, let's so go. I'm a big <sighs> listener of, of John's pod every Sunday. Good. Uh, and, so, I, and I have a rule. I don't, if, if it's Monday, then it's too late. I only listen if it's Sunday. I like that. I if it's if it has it can't listen if I Monday then too bad I missed it I don't get to listen it's kind of like would you say John's kind of a rube uh, yeah in a lot of ways for I, sure I I'm a clown I think is what I am I was no, thinking no, that's, about that's not nice a rube you're passionate about your podcast you always say, advice you always say donkey yeah, I'm, I, I'm a donkey. I like I like donkeys I can be a donkey I wouldn't call you a donkey so um, here's here goes the story so I help with the all hockey hair video and yep. somehow you needed to get addresses for some of the hats for the guys yep. right and and i said to one of your interns said hey can you help and i'm like sure watch this and within 30 minutes i had every address of every one right that's a rube that's a full oh, rube right it's right? amazing and i said and then they, she said oh can you get one more for me it was a coach or it was, it was joey d or somebody yeah. and i go sure i go if i get this i get a shout out on john's pod and then he called me a rube and he goes <laughs> he asked for a shout out so i'm gonna give him a shout out and i'm like no i was just kind of hoping for like a subtle shout out not a he's begging to get airtime on this show shout out hey just just to close the loop uh Deedzik's hats came back wrong address um really I, I resent it that was the only one you had wrong really yeah i saw him at Oof. uh i saw him at the stone arch festival though he's he's squared away good um hey so just now that you know everybody's address in the state um do you remember a player uh named parker uh wiley he oh, played he a stud a, really absolute stud good player what what do you remember about his game what handed shot was he uh oof, what position did he play d right he's oh, for sure d he, he was d he was an enforcer <laughs> a lot of fighting he was an enforcer it's oh. funny though. I I really couldn't tell you about Parker's game to be honest with you. But when he was waiting for me outside the door, I'm like, oh my god, he looks like all of the Wileys that I know. So yep, you got files on him. I uh, so we we're going to ask you kind of different questions, I think, than maybe you're used to. But um, I'm curious, how long of Youth Hockey Hub is how old now? Uh, this will be our 12th season. 12 seasons. Do you believe that in your 12 years of doing this that hockey parents have gotten crazier since you started, or is it the same as it ever was? That's such a good question. Um, I want to say crazier. I want to say crazier, but I just keep coming. Yeah, I'll go. I'll, if, I had to, if I had a gun to my head, I would say crazier because the amount of hockey that everybody plays i used to say the reason i started youth hockey was because like oh yeah my son played baseball for two months and we were going to do this baseball website and it didn't i'm like wait a second my son will play baseball for two months but he'll play hockey for 11 or 10 and a half well now it's like there's like two weeks off and we're in it right now actually in july it's about the only time people feel like they feel confident enough in their hockey abilities that they can take a couple weeks off in July. And then August 1st, boom, they're up and running again. Until, until somebody starts the, the two-week July clinic. And, I, and I'm fighting the opposite way. I'm trying to clear my summer calendar 
and doing fewer summer things to just have energy for the winter. So I, I wanted to get, this is something I've debated with people and I, I want a, a thoughtful answer from the governor. The apex of crazy as a hockey parent, is it peewee? Is it Bantam where you're, is he going to make or she make the high school team or not make the high school team, bubble line, all of this drama? Um, maybe it squirts, I don't know. If you had the chart, the most intense, the, the most 24-hour rule, crazy, is what level of hockey? I have two answers to that. Because my the apex probably is squirts. Really? I, would, I would agree. I would have never guessed The apex that. is squirts. People will do things that they, they'll have out-of-body <laughs> experiences at squirts. They will do things that they would have never believed themselves to do, right? But they'll really start to invest heavier in the game, in their kids' games in peewees. But by Bantams, for sure, it's just shut her down he is not gonna make it but even a squirt bee i always go to this even a squirt bee parent knows that squirt bees make the gophers right yeah so they're in i mean this kid's my kids you know what he can make the gophers still he could still make the gophers but by pwb if he makes pwb or the pwa team and some of these big associations eh, gophers might be out of the realm so then they start to chill a little bit and then by bantams they know that they're gonna they'll make the varsity but that might be it they might play some club hockey some junior hockey so i like that answer the reason squirt is craziest is everybody still has a chance yeah yep <laughs> what did you mean about out-of-body experience what, what is oh, i have to tell this story with no names attached to it i like uh, this is the squirt tacular and the guy knows who he is uh <laughs> and he is a really good friend to this day okay. um um it's a really close game, um, and you you might even know some of the players involved in this. So it's a really close game, and um, it's a squirtacular. It might have been back in the pool play, so that we got to win this game to get in. It's either a quarterfinal or a play to get in, so it's a really important game, and it's really close, and there's multiple penalties going on, and I happen to be in the box at the time. Perfect. And back in those days, we District 10 made the teams, you had to have four people in the box for every game. I'm like, I'm not going to pay as a business owner. I'm like, I'm not paying. And I couldn't find four, four people to be in the box. So like, all right, we would send a note out to the teams. Blaine, everyone has to have a parent in the box. So now I have my two workers, you know, music and scorekeeper. Yep. And then there's two random volunteers from these two teams just sit in the box. Blaine was where he's what, Yeah, we'll you go Blaine right? and Andover for the sake of okay, this. Okay. okay, right? And all hell breaks loose. Uh, with the penalties, the clock goes out. The clock goes off. You have to put the clock back on, put the box in the box. Goal score. It's complete bedlam in the box. And now this kid needs to come out of the box, but he, because it was a, uh, what's it called? Uh, Coincidental. Coincidentals, right? And now the dad's letting the kid out of the box. And I'm grabbing the kid, and the dad's pushing the kid, and he's screaming. And guess what happens? A goal happens. And oh. the tournament director is grabbing a child that wasn't allowed to go. And he wasn't, I stand correct. He was not allowed. All hell breaks loose. Refs come over. We turn it off. We disallow the goal. That now the other team's mad, 
These people are mad. They're screaming at each other. The team that had the goal disallowed goes on and wins the game and win the tournament. Oh, my God. I mean, wow. this is all of complete outer body experience. I love that you're, and holding, the parents you're were, holding the jersey. I'm, no, <laughs> you're not going out there because this kid's not going out there either. And I've already told that kid he's not. And I just so happened to be in the box. It wasn't like I'm like, oh, this is the Andover Blaine game. I need to keep an eye on these guys. I just like, oh, I'm going to go check it out. It's, it should be a really good game. Oh, was it ever? God, it's funny. You know, that tournament we covered uh, up in Fargo. We did. Yeah, the, you uh, went there. I the amount yeah, of it's, it's not called the Squirtacular. No, it's that's the Squirt International. Yeah, okay. Mine's the Squirtacular. Okay. Yep. I uh same they have two events now? Yeah. It's, ours is kind of the mid season championship and theirs is kind of the okay. end of the season. All right, I got you. But you're right, man. The the amount of neck veins that were popping in the crowds at that squirt tournament, it was it was intense. I mean, people are people are into it. My one of my favorite moments is uh to, in terms of out-of-body experience, seeing a hockey parent. I'm at Braemar, and you know how every once in a while a kid will skate into the boards and you can't you can't see them. You know they've hit the boards, but they're they're too close to the boards that you can't they, – yeah. they're just out of view and they're injured. Yep. And in this situation, the person was making some noises, so you knew it was not a good injury. Right. And they're they're making their way over the training staff to help the person – and this mom just jumps out of her seat and goes, stop the clock. Because <laughs> she was freaking out that, you know, in this whatever it was, HP, that she was, her kid was going to lose, you know, 45 seconds of a shift. I was like, oh, wow. I just, I was like, this is an unbelievable human being right here. I've heard you tell that story before. And it, it it's just a constant reminder how crazy people can get in that in any situation where little Johnny or little Jenny is going to lose something fair or something their their access to the game or they their deserve teams, yeah there's so much entitlement it's kind of crazy sometimes do you get so you're and that's coming from a guy from Edina right <laughs> speaking exactly. of entitlement right so you you know you're kind of a Celebrity. you're sort of a, a media person in the market and and you know you you showcase teams and players and do you have people coming at you every which way to like get their kid on the radar or do you do you have like do people just find your number and call you and it's all the like, time yeah really <laughs> every, what is every what is that day does like? not go by but literally it's it's like anything any profession you kind of get good at seeing right. You can read through the lines on just about every situation. So you know? give me one of those calls, like how it how it comes in, kind of innocuous, but you realize about three seconds in that they want to know that. I even know what's going to happen before the call because I'll see the guy's name come yep. up on the phone. Dave Brown, I'm making up a name. Dave Brown will come in on the call. I'm like, all right, I know. Okay, Dave Brown's going to want A, B, or C. Prepare yourself for A, B, and C. And if it's D, then start asking questions. You know, that's kind of what my brain is doing. That's the tools that I'm using. All right, uh, I know how to handle A, I know how to handle B, C, this is going to be a little bit freaky, and then D, just find out, you know. And usually it doesn't last long. 
the conversations. But what are they? Fun. What are they asking? Are they asking about their kids' teams' rankings? Are they asking Never. about getting a kid in the, into one of your events? I events. mean, I'm just, I'm just confused because events. We have like five or six invite only type oh, of situations. Okay. So there's not to sit there and parlay our company here, but like we have stars of tomorrow. We have uh, the big one. We have uh, fall classic peewee challenge. Uh, I got gotcha. you. Th there's just, and then there's the Bantam Elite League. So there's, there's always a level, you know, at boys or girls. And then we have our camps too. So if you don't invite it into the gopher camp, you know, that kind of stuff. So there's, there's a lot of this stuff is invite only. And then, you know, a lot of times we might not fill the last five or six spots. This is where I get the call. Hey, I heard you. Heard you, you know. got six uh, at large. Bits. Yes, pretty much. And usually I fill the at large spots with kids from out of state. So we get people come here for tournaments. I'm like, hey, uh, Arizona, it'd be really cool to give those kids a chance from Arizona to come and check out Mariucci for a week versus just another, no offense, another kid from Edina. Um, the ranking page on your site is extremely popular. You invested a lot of dough into making that. Now rankings, I Correct. believe, is what you call yeah. it. Um, what uh, when that thing pops in a week and some team is moving up or down, or even it's early in the season and the algorithm hasn't caught up, what what do you get on that in terms of parents and players and do people get after I the rankings? You, I can give you some numbers, not necessarily like interaction numbers, but it's in the millions. I mean, we're like seven or eight million page views a year. So just you, hammering the rankings. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not necessarily the ranking that they're going for. They're going for the, the, the record, the schedule. record schedule. schedule. We're, we're playing Matamita yeah. tomorrow. Who have they, they played? Yeah. You know, and they'll go on there and they'll see, Oh, geez, they beat white bear and they beat Stillwater. This is a good Matamita team. For example, that's usually what they're going for. And it doesn't hurt that there's, there's a formula and the formula is clear close but it's not exact you know and then and obviously the the more data that gets put in there great and the nice thing about now is we have a woman uh, laura god love her she takes all the emails and during the season we'll get 40 to 50 emails a day with about rankings like saying like, like this scores off this scores wrong not updated not updated you know, and there everyone updates it on their own. You can anyone can update it, you know, and then you get some we'll call them teenage boys uh, who will go in there and put in some fake scores every once in a while. And and then you'll get an email within 15, literally within five to 15 minutes. That thing is it's it's crazy to think how often people are watching those things on a daily basis. It's it's insane. But you don't get somebody saying it's we, wrong. We should be ranked higher or. If they are, I'm not getting that. Oh, that's I'm not good. getting that very often. Um, I used to. Um, we used to early on, but now it's kind of like, yeah. And we have a like we have a staff ranking too, which is the more the let's play hockey, the AP poll. We do those, and I'm not bragging. This is my, my my only brag of the day. I think our staff rankings are really good because we actually look at the data from the previous week compared to the other their previous two weeks. So in a two week span, like, Oh, okay. Well, they were two and all this week. They were six and all this week. They just won the Stillwater tournament and they beat four ranked teams. Okay. Well, they're number one. I mean, they we actually put some thought to yep. it. And then the, where I think we put our stamp on these are being the best is we take an actual photo that from someone from our staff took within that two to three week span. And then we write a 
three to four sentence commentary about the whole state at that specific level. You can't find that anywhere else for any youth sport, period. So that's why I think it's the best. Well, would you say from the parent standpoint, are, is it boy parents or girl parents that are girls parents just as feverish, passionate, crazy? That's, I don't know if that's the right word Tommy, to use. Tommy, that is such a good question. And, and, I, and I have two answers to that. Um, the boys are crazier. Uh, but doesn't that doesn't preclude girl parents from not being crazy? But it goes back to the whole Gophers, NHL, Olympics thing, yep. right? There's such a smaller funnel for girls to make it to, right? There's only 37 Division One girls programs, right? There really isn't established. I can make a living sport yet for women's hockey, right? There's just fewer and fewer um, opportunities and fewer, fewer people to be crazy. But eventually when a Taylor Heisey becomes the best player in the world for in professional hockey and girls grew up watching Taylor Heisey play for the Gophers or for Penn State or for whoever, and that you can watch them on television or on your, on a feed. Yeah. Then the craziness will just grow. Yep. I, uh, so you, you also you make you have a business somewhat on ranking players too or identifying no, players. No, just I, we just it's only the Minnesota. It's called now prospects. Now prospects, and those are players that we think will play Division One hockey someday. Where's that at? It's on the website. It's password protected. So you got to pay. That's a paywall. Pay well. Okay. Yeah. And what age? Because Parker you... was on there for sure, right? When he was hundred yeah. percent. Good example. Parker's brother, Cooper, would be a, brother, Cooper yeah. would be a good example that wouldn't have made it. He he was a late bloomer, so he would have been added. Did he even was he even committed his senior? Year? Did he commit after first yeah, senior? He committed after. High yeah. yeah. See, so we don't we we would just add him later. When do you when do you do the when do they how old do they have to be to make the list? Ninth grade. Okay. okay. And we're, we used to be really liberal, just like shotgun everybody out there. Now it's just like eight kids a year. You know, we just put our first eight out uh, for the next class. So it's, we don't put a lot out there. You know, it's, it's the automatics, you know, that, you know, like, like Max Plant, Derek Plant's son. He's been the best kid his age forever. At some point, he's going to make it to UMD. Boom, done. He's in. Yeah, like, you know they're not a big list, and but it but it grows by their sophomore year before it hits their recruitable age. We'll have twenty four kids on there, and that's for college hockey or pro hockey, just college. Okay, that's nice. And the coaches are paying for that, probably. That's who's subscribing, or I guess parents too. Parents want to see it, and we promote the crap out of it during the season. Every night a kid scores two and one, he's a now prospect. Bang, he gets his he or she gets his tweet up there. And sure enough, it's a fresh picture that we were out hammering away. And, you know, UMD commit scores this one of goals. And like, you know, so you wake up every Wednesday and Friday morning and Sunday morning, you can see all how the now prospects did. Like and it furiates some people. How come my kid's not a now prospect? Because schools aren't calling, you know. Yeah, we, we should go. I think we go even younger on the now prospect. <laughs> like mites? Yeah, I think. How about we mini should, mites? Like gender reveal, you know. Yeah, we talked about that. You know, oh. we should, I think we go, we really identify them. I was right just away. online today and some famous person, I don't even know who they are because I don't know famous people's gender reveal just came out. I'm like, do we really care? And Do we? And what was it, a boy or a girl? I don't know. I have no idea. I, I didn't know the celebrity, so 
You didn't. You didn't finish. The uh, like whatever. Hey, so usually at this time of year, in you have given me a lot of help on the high school side through the years. You usually have like a girlfriend team you've identified. You know, oh like God. this team that's like your. You're rooting for it's your oh i thought you're going a different route no 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 like it's like apollo the one year you yeah you love saint cloud oh, yeah, apollo yeah, 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 they yeah. were it was almost like the last year they were gonna have it was. i think and it was all the the seniors is there a team in high school this year that you're looking at that's just girls a great story no I, boys I or girls the, i used the wrong uh metaphor there with girlfriend team meaning you're married to the wild and you have this other team you like or something oh but, yeah that kind of thing but, um who would be your uh i wish you would have texted me this i would have had an answer for you i don't really maybe by the end can i come back yeah, yeah like I, I really I, i'm having a hard time finding that team last year it was kennedy i did a little video on kennedy it was yep. the 25 year anniversary or 35 year anniversary of them winning state their only state title so i brought back the old teammates from those the 87 team and jason miller joe decker those guys and they got to meet them and then they had done this rap you know johnny you love the yep, yep. you love the video so yep. they had done a rap the night before the state championship and then the kennedy 80s current 22s did their own rap for those guys about them making it to states obviously they didn't make it but it was kind of fun you're definitely not a rube i think you're right you've, you've proven it you're definitely not um hey i need to know uh so i want to hear your take on this um there's a debate not really a debate but some people think um you know minnesota puts the most players into pro hockey and you know from a u.s standpoint yep. but we've somewhat struggled to find our superstar do you think that's because of the model or do you think that's just a coincidence i've heard people say that it's because in other parts of the country it's like a a weed growing through the sidewalk like yeah. their path is so hard to get where they need to go that they become what they are and here yeah you're sort of in the hockey living room of America. It's kind of on. Right. It's, it's, All it's, times. Yeah. But then that would be the same in Canada. And I mean, look at what happens there. And it's yeah. not. I don't have an answer to that. I mean, yeah, I, that is a good question. I, I, I would just, I would just say this, that, I mean, one of the, drawbacks to all of Minnesota is that they're soft, right? They grow up, they live at mom and dad's house until they're 18. A lot of these kids, they leave when they're 13 or 14 years old and they bill it. They got the whole billet thing down. They've, they're used to it. And they're free agents when they're nine years old. Literally, they're a free. Uh, Neil Broughton wasn't a free agent until he was like 35. Right. He played for the North Stars until he was right in his 30s. Right. Like we're literally if you're in Detroit, you're playing for honey baked one year and your little Caesars the next because you had to go try out for that little Caesars team because all your dad's buddies got together. And we're moving to little Caesars. We've got a better coach next year. Right. Yep. So I think part of the free agency in Canada and the rest of the U.S. is a big part of that. Like we're used to we're hungry. You know, we're just like and I and I'm not ripping Neil Broughton. He's fantastic. Right. Great hockey player. Great talent. But literally he went to Roseau High School. Right. Went to the U. Then played for the North Stars. Like his path was not there was not it was pretty cleared for him because because of his talent. And but I, I will tell you that's kind of a unique situation because obviously my background with the USHL, um, you know there are some knocks on Minnesota kids. Oh but, yeah. But in, in my opinion, the model is the best. 
I mean, you know, to be able to play from the time you're a little whippersnapper through high school and not have to leave home. I mean, there's some positives to it, too. And there's so many great players that come out of this state. But but back to this deal is, you know, it's interesting because that is a really interesting point. Right. But when you look at all the great players that come out of this state and the USHL, probably the majority of the players in that league are from Minnesota. And, you know, they go on to play D1 and like Broughton, you know, won a gold medal, won a Stanley Cup, won a state championship. I think there's a huge positive piece of wanting to stay in Minnesota because of the state high school hockey tournament. I think these kids want to be a part of winning the state championship for their community. And I actually really like that. No, I, I love the I'm a big fan of the model, too. I just I just thought it was weird, you know, that you didn't have somebody pop off just because there's so many like. NHL store guys, right? From, right. from different yeah. um, U.S. states. Um, but, I mean, you got a guy like McDonough, to your point, just a stud defenseman helping a team win cups. You know, maybe won it at Creighton. I don't even know yep. if he did. So, that's a, I mean, that's a perfect example of what you're talking about. Uh, what are your thoughts on coleslaw? Ooh, mm, so good. You ever had Jimmy's? I'm not sure I've had Jimmy's or not. Well, can I tell you about it? Yeah, you can. So <laughs> Jimmy's has three coleslaw mixes. They have regular, pineapple, and fat-free. What you do, it's it's refrigerated like all their stuff, right? Um, and you put it like a half a jar in a bag of coleslaw, like one of those mixes or cabbage. Shake it up. Perfect. This is coleslaw season. I know you got these two weeks off. It's the only two weeks you don't have to get better at hockey, and coleslaw deserves a spot at the table. Don't sleep on the slaw, as Jimmy's likes to say. Don't you be messing with the dressing. You like that? I like it. Hey, so you're so piped in at the youth level. I know you're thinking about your high school team, but um, you know my kids are you know basically out of the house. And one of the things I want to start doing it's it's you know Tom's kids are still playing, but like. I'd love to just go watch a game, you know, like a great Bantam game or a great peewee game, um, you know, go with a buddy and just, you know, watch it. If you were going to do that this winter, you know, whether it's peewees or Bantams, you know, what what give me a couple matchups that'll just be an absolute treat this winter so the best place to go is to go to tournaments and i'm not yep i'm going to talk about other tournaments besides ours there's a lot of good tournaments out there so you're going to see a little bit of uh a little something on the line you went and saw your, you saw your nephew go play yep. dino that's what yep. i ran into you that doing that that was probably at the eden prairie tournament you're, you're going to see some a little bit more they're going to be a little bit more juiced up um, you can go to the Squirtacular, for example. That's that is insanity at its finest because you have the. It's a lot like the the Squirt National, but it's imagine where you went. You had to go from building to building. There were like two sheeters. Yeah, all eight sheets are in the same spot. So just imagine the craziness of the pin trading and the one hour games and overtimes and all that stuff. So the squirts is still to me the most fun to watch. Um, but I, I, are you looking for maybe good teams this year? Yeah, at I'd certain like to levels? just you know. Um, because kids come up, right? You know, there's a pipeline going into Benilde right now. There's some nice players coming up in Stillwater. Is there a, you know, a couple teams that would just be wagons at the youth level? Well, Moorhead's good at everything. So anytime Moorhead makes its way to the Twin Cities, you have to go watch it. It's they're gonna they won both Bantam and PBAA, and they'll win. They'll probably win it again this year. Both. Bantam AA and PBAA, believe it or not. Why are they, what are they doing? Well, Matt Cullen moved uh, 
So he has three sons, Brooks, uh, Joey, and, um, gosh, totally drawn a blank on the other one. Um, oh, Wyatt, who was a Wiz Wyatt finalist this year. So, uh, and they'll be, uh, on separate teams this year. So that team will be, both the Bantams will be really good. So that's just one thing you need to know. Um, I think, um, at the peewee level, there will be lots of great, good teams, but not a great team that can beat, uh, beat them, beat Moorhead this year. And so besides just the pedigree with the, the Cullen kids, are they like training different? Are they, do they have kind of the Roso open, um, open rink? Here's your key. It's, it's a little bit more Metro, but they, they have kind of an open key kind of philosophy. And then what they do is their squirts, their mites and their squirts, they play cross-size hockey. Okay. So let's just say you're a squirt A, uh, but your best friends on the squirt B team, you play, they call it in-house. So every Wednesday and Sunday, they have basically pond hockey on cross ice games that are officiated and kept score. And it goes all season long where they're playing, you know, they're just the nine-year-old league, the 10-year-old league, the seven-year-old league, and they play against one another. And so they have this real good uh, foundation of skating and shooting and, you know, freelance. They're not, there's no coaching happening here. So there's, they get a little bit of that, 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 that open hockey war road Rozo thing going, but they also have the structure of a double a and they have great coaching, you know, and they have, and, and they have, they take breaks. I mean, they, they, they're very good at taking breaks in Moorhead. Very, very good at that as well. So they're not grinding their kids out. Like a lot of the kids in the Metro get grinded out here. Well, you think of those cross lights games, like you're describing, it's basically pond hockey, but they're inside. Right. I mean, that's, it's pretty simple. And mom and dad just drop them off, tie the skates, and they clear out. And now they are now they have the best teams. Well, it helps. I mean, it helps that they're also, I mean, they're, God forbid I say this, but it also helps that people move there. You know, a lot of people from, a lot of people are moving to East Grand Forks, and a lot of people are moving to Moorhead right now in that northern sector. And both of those teams are going to win so many state championships down the road here. In the next three or four years, it's crazy. East Grand Forks, I think, only lost one game in Class A this year, and it was to Moorhead who won the Double A. And after that, they just killed everybody. Hmm. Wow! So, so they're gonna be very good. And then their Peewees also won. So East Grand Forks Bantam A, East Grand Forks PBA won, and both in convincing fashions. So their both teams are really good up there. I'm gonna be doing a lot of traveling to that part of the country part of the state in the next few years that's good that's what we heard i wanted to just finish you you know you've been doing it 12 years you've done a lot of stuff when you look ahead um is there stuff you're looking forward to doing next with youth hockey hub or unfinished business or um you know when you look ahead the next 12 years what what do you see that's a good question i would say something to the effect of we're not cutting and pasting Okay, so that's always been my philosophy. Don't cut and paste, meaning don't just do the same thing as last year. So we have this tournament called the Big Pumpkin. Now we have a new thing called the Little Pumpkin. So it's like the Class A teams to come down and play with their Double A brothers. So it's it's gonna be a, it'll it'll be start small and it'll get big. We we already built the Little Pumpkin trophy. Um, I want to do more stuff at high school hockey. That's cool, you know. That's just. There's so much there. Um, I have some new products coming out that way. I just I always want to be progressing our brand, not cutting and pasting and giving you the same thing you got last year. And I think it's cool. The reason I say that is what's cool about that is 
I look back at our first awards that we gave out eight, nine years ago. And I look at what we're doing now from a media perspective. It's like, oh, my God, these kids are just spoiled rotten with all the video coverage that we have of them. These little montages that we make of them. And we're we're, we're getting better and better every day. And that's kind of what we want to do. We don't want to just give you the same old, same old that we did every year. And you had some line to me. I think you said something like I'm you were you made a mental switch where you said something like I'm done. um I'm done worrying about it or I, you, I, I don't remember your exact text to me, but you had some phrase where you said, I'm, uh, you know, I'm going to start kind of not worrying about it and going, what, what happened where you're, you kind of shifted gears and you're, you're kind of, um, going more free on the youth hockey stuff. Yeah. I just, I think what you're, what, what maybe I was getting to is I don't really care what other people, people think about what we do or how we do it. Um, I care more about the quality of the product and we just keep focusing on the great product of, of, of our broadcasts and our, our, our video coverage and our, our tweets and all those things. The, the rest will take care of itself. And that's kind of what we've done. I mean, that's how we became successful is, you know, people, you know, Minnesota hockey, remember I said, we, we love them. I think they're a great organization, but they tried shutting us down on a number of occasions. Like you can't do this and you can't do that. We don't want you to do that. And you shouldn't really do these things. And we just, don't care we're going to do what we want to do and and but not to the point where we're insulting people or anything like that you know but we're going to just if you, the answer is no if you ask too many times right <laughs> right the <laughs> answer is line, no yeah. the answer is always going to be yeah. no if you ask for permission you know that yeah no no believe me that's that's a good line and i like that trust the content uh get that right and the rest will take care of itself well, hey, thank you so much, Governor, for joining you, us Tony. and being a guest on Can You Keep a Secret? That's Tony Scott. Check out Youth Hockey Hub. I'm sure you already know it, but thanks for joining us on your thanks two, for having me. This is awesome. Two free thank weeks you. a year. Bye.